0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: And welcome back to Coffin Stadium on a beautiful night here in Kansas City. Game two of the four-game set. Mariners and the Royals all tied at 2-2. As we go to the top of the fourth, third baseman Ryan Healy will lead things off. We have some great... Royals history uh just joining us here in the booth the Hall of Famer George Brett is going to join us for a little while here in the top of the fourth inning George thanks for coming by
2: good to see you again been a while
1: it has been a while look great buddy here's the pitch on the way to Healy a breaking ball from Junis is in there for a strike on one we just saw Whit Merrifield tie your club record with a base hit a triple in the bottom of the first he now has a 30 game hitting streak you had a 30 game hitting streak back in 1980 next offer for swinging a ground ball through the hole it's short diving stop though Mondesi the one-hop throw to first and it's not in time holy smokes what an effort by Alberto Mondesi almost robbing Healy of a base hit tremendous effort that ball is headed in the left field diving stop long throw to first A little bit late not what a great effort by Mondesi Healy is safe at first with a leadoff single. What a play. That was like you back in the
2: oh, day. Oh, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I wouldn't have caught it, and mm-hmm. if I did, I would have thrown it in the seats. <laughs> I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. You were amazing over there at third base for many, many years. Here is catcher Omar Narvaez, but visiting with the Hall of Famer, George Brett. And, George, what was it like to see Merrifield tie your record tonight? You
2: know, it was kind of nice. I've known Witt since we signed him. Uh, God, that was years and years ago. and. Uh, followed his career through the minor leagues. Followed his careers once he got to the big leagues, and uh, and he's had tremendous success. Last year, led the league in hits, led the league in stolen bases, and yeah. uh, I admire the way he plays baseball. He runs the bases with aggressiveness and uh, plays very versatile in the outfield. In the uh, field, he can play basically third. She can play everywhere. Yeah, you know, and uh, and uh, he's a good kid. He really is. So, if anybody was going to tie it, he hasn't broke it yet. He's tied. No, it. He's tied. But it, if anybody exactly. was going to tie it, I'm glad it was him.
1: Visiting with George Brett, one and one, the count on Omar Narvaez at 1980 season was really special for you. Uh, you hit 390 that year, but you flirted with 400. I you were it. hitting
2: 400 late in the year. I yeah. had it. I had it until I went to Seattle. I went one for 11. My only hit was a home run off Bill Travers. I don't know how I remember this stuff. You Who had a I center fielder it? that dove and caught two balls in the gap. You had oh. Mario Mendoza playing shortstop. He robbed me of three hits. I ended up going one for 11. I left there. I was hitting 400 with two weeks to go in Seattle. Right. And I went one for 11. I left hitting about 392. And uh, if those hits would have fallen, you know, some of those base hits would have fallen that I thought were hits. Yeah. I forget the center fielder's name. Little left-handed hitter. Johnny some Johnny Moses. Moses Johnny Moses yes I hate that guy <laughs> and I hate Mario, I like that guy. and I hate Mario Mendoza well, you gave too. Mario Mendoza and maybe that's the Mendoza why he treated line. me so poorly when I was yeah. up there but
1: he had about 215 not
2: 200 right but for a while he, he was two hundred five yeah <laughs> but it was uh it was uh it was a good experience I was 27 years old and thought you know I'm just in the prime of my life I thought I'll have another chance at it I would have been more prepared but I think the highest it ever got after that was 365 one year at the All Star break, and wow. it came real fast down after that. That's, so, that's but it was amazing. a good experience for me. We
1: saw John Olerud flirt with 400 in 1993. He ended up hitting 363. My question to you, George: It hasn't been done in 78 years. Swinging a shot, fouled on the first base side, two two on Omar Narvaez with Elian at first, nobody out. Ted Williams the last to do it. 406 average. In 1941, are we ever going to see another 400? You know,
2: taking nothing away from Ted and taking nothing away from my performance in in 1980, it's harder now. The game is more specified. You you look at the bullpens the Royals had in 14 and 15. Wow, you know, a three-headed monster. You would, you, you would throw, uh, you throw your starter out there, and if he went six innings, he was done. Right. Then you get a guy coming in to pitch the seventh. He's making about five million a year. Then you get a guy pitching uh, the Herrera. eighth who's making about eight million a year. Holland. Then you got your closer coming in making fifteen million a year. Davis. Yeah, I mean it was just incredible, and other teams are starting to do that now. Yeah. So it's going to be really, really difficult. Even when I did it, they didn't have. You know, a guy to pitch the 7th, 8th, and ninth. they had a bullpen. Yeah. And they would get a seven innings out of your starter, so you'd face that guy two or three times. Exactly. Now you might face him two times only right. and then face, you know, if you're a left-handed hitter, they're going to have a lefty come All in and face lefty you in A with seventh. a nasty slider. Right, a trick pitch, a guy just to get lefties out. They didn't have a lot of that when I did it in 1980 or attempted to do it. And I know when Ted Williams played in 1941, you know, everybody... Probably the guy that led the league in complete games probably had 35. Right. And the guy that came yeah. in second had 34.
1: Exactly. And they, your
2: your fifth starter probably had 25. Right. You know, because that's what that's how the, game, the game was played. They went
1: nine innings. The game's they played a little with the different at the end of now. The game
2: and I think it's a little harder. to. It's going to be harder. That's why you don't see many guys hitting 330 anymore. Yeah. You know, if the guy leads the league hitting now, is hitting 320.
1: George, we had the pleasure for 18 years watching Edgar Martinez, and he's yeah. going to get his rightful due finally this year. He's been elected to the Hall of Fame. He's going to be inducted on July the 21st of this year in Cooperstown, where you've been for many years already. The 2-2 to Narvaez swung on, and a wild ball to right field. Down the line, and this one is going to drop in a fair ball. Ronnie second, Healy to third, Narvaez to second. The throw to second is cut off by Owings, The throw in from Merrifield. A double for Omar Narvaez, and here come the Mariners. They have runners on at second and third with nobody out. You had a chance to face uh, and watch Edgar Martinez. You retired, I believe, your last year was 1993, 21 years in the big leagues. Uh, What did you see in Edgar Martinez?
2: I saw maybe the best natural right-handed hitter that I saw in a long time. I mean, this guy could put the ball in play. He was uh, hit the ball to all fields, which I love in a hitter, you know. Guys yeah, don't
1: do it that no. well.
2: If, if they put the shift on Edgar, Edgar could have hit 400 every year. Yeah, if they would have put the shift on me, I would have hit 400 every year. But it, it, you sit here and you watch these guys continually go out there and just try to beat the shift. Where all you got to do is move off the plate a little bit, let yeah. the ball travel a bit, and hit a little ground ball to shortstop. All of a sudden, now that shortstop's going to go back over to shortstop. You'll you stop know, the shift, and and you're gonna and, and, and you're gonna stop it. You're gonna stop it. But I just seen for ever since the shift has has come into play, everybody tries to beat it. No one really tries to alter the game to, to help their team by getting singles. The game has changed in so in so many ways where they don't care if they strike out. They don't all. They, all they care about is home runs, right? Slugging and OPS and WAR and you know all these other statistics. I don't even know what they mean. But Edgar would have That's been it. one of those guys that that uh, would have drawn. Yeah. Created so much havoc for an opposing manager.
1: Exactly. He, he
2: was good and he walked. He had a great eye. Oh my he, goodness, the zombie's percentage. Didn't he, strike out, didn't yeah. strike out often, and he could hit the long ball when when needed.
1: And for his career, here's a look at shortstop Dylan Moore. Second and third, nobody out. The infielder's background ball here scores a run, game tied at two. We're in the top of the fourth. George's kid, his first major league home run last night, swinging a pop up out of play on the first base side, but Andrew's career finished uh, his career. Batting average over three hundred, on base percentage over four hundred, slugging percentage over five hundred. Only twenty-one guys have done that. The other twenty in the Hall of Fame. Now
2: he's going in and mm-hmm. showed you the type of hitter that he was. He would well, take I his think, walks. Yeah, I think I, I, I think the the thing against Edgar, he was accident prone a little bit. He was too valuable to be injured, and yeah. the Mariners just made him a DH. Yeah. And I think probably took some of the votes away from yeah. some of the oh, riders because did. because he wasn't, you know, he would just hit all day. Like Hal McCray, a guy I played with for 15 right. years. Hal was a tremendous player. Yeah, I don't think he's ever gotten any consideration for the Hall of Fame because, you know what, he was just a hitter.
1: Here's the pitch on the way to Moore. Swing and a miss for strike three. And there's one out for the Mariners here in the top of the fourth inning. Runners on at second and third. Game tied at two. Visiting with George Brett, the Hall of Famer. Here's second baseman D Gordon. D. Well, the leadoff single scored the Mariners' second run in the top of the third. Son of Tom Gordon, who you know very well. Sure. I heard he was at the, the game last night. He was. Had a chance to visit with him yeah. in the dugout back at the hotel yesterday. He was something as a starter and a reliever yeah. for you guys. He came up and, and was just years.
2: he had the nastiest curveball I'd seen since yeah. Blylevin, I think, at that time. He called you know, it, it the old drop ball. Yeah.
1: Here's the pitch to D, and it's outside for ball one. You give Charlie Lau a lot of credit for the hitter that you became. Denny Matthews came in here yesterday in the pregame show and talked about your early days, where you really like Carl Yastrzemski, and your hands were up high, you know, just like pull hitter, pull hitter,
2: couldn't hit the ball to left field. And that's the first thing Charlie did is he moved me off the plate a little bit, put my bat more parallel to the ground. So it would be able to stay in the strike zone longer as I swung. Mm-hmm. And uh, it taught me how to hit the ball at the left field. And that's yeah. when I learned to hit the ball the opposite way. That's when I became a hitter.
1: Yeah. Tony Gwynn did that for many years. Yeah. Rod Carew. All sure. the great hitters. Yourself. Edgar Martinez hit the ball the other way. Here's the stretch and the 2 to D. Swung on ground ball right side. Diving try. Owings kick it. Two to base in the right field. Scoring is Healy. Ronnie third. Narvaez. the throw to the plate is cut off. Narvaez will score. D. Gordon with a base hit to right, drives in a couple. What a night for D. And the Mariners now have the lead four to two over Kansas City. Healy scoring easily from third. Narvaez great jump at second base, scoring from second base. The throw from Merrifield was cut off. The Mariners have two in, and they have a two-run lead. And that'll bring up Malik Smith. Smith 0 for two on the day. George one of the great games in baseball history was uh, in new york the home run off of goose gossage and you used to like a little pine tar right on yeah. your bat you hit that home run here's the pitch to malix and it's high and outside for ball one i'll never forget your reaction when uh, billy martin had the umpire tim mcclellan home plate umpire check the bat he put across home plate because the pine tar couldn't be higher than 17 inches 18, from the knob. 18, 18 inches from 18 the knob.
2: i didn't know that then I, I only
0: missed by five inches. I only missed by five.
1: <laughs> you had that <laughs> pine tar way up there. Yeah. You hit the home run. They called you out. Yeah. And uh, what,
2: what do you recall about that night? I remember it was a day game. It was getaway day, Sunday afternoon, and, and I just remember sitting in the dugout, and I'm going, what the hell's going on out here? <laughs> and the next thing you know, somebody said, well, you, your pine tar is you know, up your bat label an awful lot. They might call you out. I said, if they call me out for using too much pine tar, I'll run out there and I'll kill one of those SOBs. As soon as I said that, Tim McClellan looks looks for me in the dugout and then calls me out and I walked out calmly and No no and asked him, uh, for what reason did you call me out, sir?
1: <laughs> I saw you running like yeah, crazy. That's oh,
2: yeah. how my dad used to look when I brought my report card to him <laughs> <in> elementary school. <laughs> and they called you however, Lee McPhail, the American
1: League president. Yeah, he
2: overruled John Sherolds was our general manager then. And we all know when John left here, he went to Atlanta and became a great architect over there. And they won like 13 titles in a row or something. And John and Dean Taylor wrote a letter to Lee Lee McPhail uh, protesting the game. Lee ruled in our favor. We had to fly back on an off day that the Yankees also had that day. We were flying to Baltimore to uh, start a series on a Thursday or something or a Friday. So we had to go there and make up the game. And for some reason, I was kicked out. I didn't even go to the stadium. I went to some Italian restaurant in Newark. Had a great meal and met the guys on the bus. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Well, a few weeks after that, I want to tell you a little story. Uh, You came to Seattle, and there was a young broadcaster who was in his first year in the big leagues come up to you and ask you, Mr. Brett, uh, I'm the new announcer for the Seattle Mariners, can I do a pregame show with you? You looked at this young guy. Here's the pitch to Smith. Check swing a breaking ball, and it's a strike called. And that is strike two, one and two the count. And you said, sure, let's go ahead and do an interview. And that guy was me.
2: Oh, get and, out of here.
1: And I asked you. Were you, you I,
2: working with Dave then? I was
1: working with Dave Newhouse my first year. Wow. And I, I remember how upset you were. I said, are you all talked out about the Pintar game? And you said, Rick, you ask me any question you want, it's your show. Yeah. So I uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Here's the pitch the Smith, a swing and a miss and a breaking ball for strike three.
2: Well, it's funny, Rick. You played 21 years in the major leagues, 20, all in Kansas City, and you remembered for one thing. One thing only.
1: No, no, no. You
2: remember for No, wherever for a I lot, go, wherever I go, that's no, all people no. want to talk about.
1: No, no. You but it could be being worse. You know, a great player.
2: I played with a guy here in Kansas City near the end of his career, Bill Buckner. And Bill was one of the most fierce competitors I've ever seen. And yeah. what he had to go through just to put on his shoes every day to play oh. a baseball game. He had
1: to ice his ankles for two hours and before he came. And game. we
2: played on AstroTurf. Oh. And 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 it's unfortunate with Bill Buckner what he's remembered for. Yeah. But Bill Buckner was the one of my favorite player. teammates of all time. But Just to watch him prepare and, and the way he worked on his skill of hitting. Because yeah. he was pretty much a DH when he got here. But it was. Uh, um, it's just. It, it's just. That's you know. You play. You have three thousand. Well, I, I, I. don't like to tell people I got. I'm, I have three thousand one hundred fifty-four hits. You know what I like to say? I made seven thousand ounces. You know what you got to stick baseball, around a long time to make, make 7000 outs.
1: outs and you can do that in the game of baseball sure. because you're going to hit 300 and that will get you to the Hall right. of Fame with those 3000 right. bases but hits. i love
2: to tell people hey you got how many hits you got i said i'm you figured that out. I made seven thousand yeah. outs,
1: but that's how tough five hundred at is.
2: bats a year. Say so you average five hundred. It's fourteen years. without <laughs> <laughs> a When you start thinking of it like that, you're saying it's to yourself, amazing. "Man, you're terrible." <laughs> that's why this game is not
1: easy. That's why there's only seven hundred fifty guys who put on a big league uniform. Yeah. Visiting with George Brett, the great George Brett. He did many great things right here in Kansas City, all with one club. Here is Domingo Santana, and the count goes to two and one on Santana. George, so glad that you're here. Why did you stay your entire career right here? What made you a Kansas City Well, we started
2: winning in 1976, and at that time, I had a one-year contract. After the 76 season, they gave me a five-year contract, and next thing you know, three years go by, and I'm I'm pretty successful. They offered me a five-year extension, and so I did that. We went to the playoffs in 76, 77, 78. Yeah. We missed in 79 by two games. In 80, we went to the World Series. 81 went to the playoffs. 84... Went to the playoffs. 85 won the World Series. Won I signed my last contract in 1984 before the 1985 season. I still had a couple years left on that. It was a five-year contract with two one-year options. The Royals had a lot of trust in me, and I trusted them. Oh, man. I said, what? Where am I going to go? Am I going to go to Texas to play for the Rangers? Yeah, no. They've never been to the playoffs. No. Am I going to go to this L.A.? This was your home. This you was grew my up in home. California.
1: This was your I home. I didn't want to go
2: to L.A. and play yeah. for the Angels or the Dodgers. I didn't want to be a free agent. And, uh, you know, I've been to the playoffs seven times in ten years. I said, man, I, we're going to go to the World Series every year. That's what I felt. Right. Little did I know after the 85 World Series, we didn't sniff it again. We didn't make the playoffs until 2014, but yeah. I retired in 93.
1: Domingo Santana with a swing But it was a, a good
2: marriage. We we had a good market. We
1: uh, one of the greatest. The,
2: the ownership and I, Ewing Kaufman and his wife uh, Muriel, yeah. and then Alfred Folgeman and Wendy came in. Had a wonderful relationship with them. Always had a great relationship with the general managers. We used to draw thirty thousand every, you know, average thirty thousand a game, which was fantastic for a market yeah. this size. Travel was easy. Living in the Midwest, yeah. I love the heat. I love playing when it's hot and humid and sweating. Well, there this was, was there the was place. there was no place for me to go.
1: Runner goes, pitch on the way, a ball. The throw down to second base, and safe at second is D Gordon with his sixth stolen base of the year. The count is now 3-2 and two on Domingo Santana. Gordon with steal number six. He's on at second. The Mariners lead 4-2. We're in the top of the fourth inning, visiting with the Hall of Famer George Brett, and let's see if the Royals want to take a look at it, want to see a replay, and they will not, so D is in there. 3-2 and two on Domingo Santana. George, what you've been doing with the Royals all these years since your retirement?
2: Well, when I was still playing, they gave me the title of vice president of baseball operations if I retired a Royal. I've been vice president of baseball operations since 1993. Don't ask me what I do, but, <laughs>
1: but I sure <laughs> like my job. Swing a swirl <laughs> left side of the infield, scooping in, Dozier, he's got it, bare hands, throws the first, not in time, and Santana can run, he's safe at first base. I with an infield saw. base hit. I think he saw Gordon to third. So runners on right now at first and third. George, would you read an ID for us so sure. we go to a break?
2: Hey, let's pause for station identification. This is the Alaska Airlines Mariners Radio Network. Domingo, San Tennis. I love Alaska for, Airlines. Uh, you, you, I'm glad you do. Bill, no, I'm great I, I, I used to fly into Seattle every year. And then take an Alaska Airlines flight up to Ketchikan and go fishing.
1: Do you realize how happy you just made the folks at Alaska oh, Airlines, at George? Oh, it's George, a great Brett. airline.
2: And they, they even have a terminal here in Kansas City.
1: This is a commercial. They have,
2: no, they have a a they have a, a Alaska Airlines. I don't know where they fly. I guess they just fly Everywhere to Seattle. There. But they don't, not, not out of Kansas City. Oh,
1: but all around the Midwest? and
2: yeah. George,
1: Brad Tilden is a very happy man right now. He's the president. He's a friend of mine who's the president of Alaska Airlines. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here's Jay Bruce. Ball two, the count on Bruce. Two and oh, the count. So on behalf of Alaska Airlines and Brad Tilden, thank thank you you very much, buddy. No, it's a good airline. It really is. They're a major sponsor on our broadcast and throughout our organization. Bruce is one for two with a home run and two runs batted in. A home run infield out to the right sides. George produced a run here's the pitch on the way and it's a strike and the count is now two and one so you can do that you know, with a ground ball to the right side
2: what a, what a concept but, <laughs> but, you know what you know you know what's, what, what's really crazy is every time i come up here and do a visiting teams tv it's usually a six pitch inning this was no, like no, a half no. an hour this is outstanding you're not out tired are you no no, we're no, we're no running, i'm not running out. oh no
1: i got more here oh I, ha- I have more stuff two and two the count uh jay bruce on deck is Edwin Encarnacion, busy with uh, the Hall of Famer, George Brett. I want to talk to you about that wonderful day in Cooperstown. Down pitch on the way, low and inside for ball three, full count three and two. What was it like to give that speech?
2: Well, it's it's the, probably the hardest one you'll ever give, but it, it's actually pretty easy to prepare for because all you do is thank everybody that got you to work to that point. Yeah. You know, nobody gets up there and starts saying, I did this, I did that. They thank everybody from their parents to their brothers to their minor league manager, the the scouts that signed them, their high school coach, their little league coach. uh, And that's all you do. So that part's easy. But looking out there and seeing your family, and I remember looking at my brothers. And that's what got me. My brother Ken was there, my brother John, my brother Bobby. My mom was there. My dad had passed away. But that was the hardest part of it is... Saying thanks to those people and telling them how much you you care for them, and 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 how much you you really love the respect that they gave you.
1: I'll well, tell you what you gave so much love and respect to everybody, including that young broadcaster back in 1983. Swing and a miss by Jay Bruce. That'll retire the side. Mariners get two to take the lead. George, I can't thank you okay. enough for stopping by. Virginia, we appreciate. Best of luck to you. Okay. The Hall of Famer George Brett. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Mariners lead Kansas City, four to two. That was
0: something.